Well, I'm with a Midlands-speaking pal today, Nigel Vardy. Hi, Nigel. How are you, Peter? I'm good, thanks for asking. So, let's talk to you about the PSA, shall we? Okay. But before we do, I think we should tell everybody a little bit about what you do, what you speak on, etc. Um, tell us a bit about you, Nigel, first of all. Um, I suppose the bit about me is about the bits about me that aren't there, really. Um, I'm a mountaineer, a climber, and sort of my biggest story, really, is the fact of losing fingers and toes to frostbite and how that has affected my life and how I've gone on to keep doing what I do, keep climbing, keep adventuring, um, and how it goes to show other people, you know, just because you think you're having a bad day, it's not the end of the world. Just because you think life's not great, you know, it's not it's not a nightmare. Get out there and prove yourself. Absolutely. But before I forget, website? www.mrfrostbite.com There you go. You see, you can't really forget that, can you? Yeah. Nigel, how did you get involved with the PSA? Let's go back. When, how did you get involved? How did you start with the PSA? Well, um... Crikey, quite a while back, and I mean quite a while back, um, I was invited to speak, I think it was it's an academy meeting over in Stone. Right. And I was there and, and speaking as you do, and um, just met other guys who were speaking, other guys doing things, other guys in the PSA and all the rest of it. Um, and they just said, look, um, you really need to come down to this PSA thing. I mean, I'd never even heard of it. And... I just sort of, in those days, we had an East Midlands chapter based at Castle Donington, or Kegworth, I think it was in those yeah, days. It was, yeah, it was Kegworth. It was Kegworth, wasn't it? It was Kegworth, yeah. And, and now I'm showing my age. And um, I went down there, uh, met Tina Jessen, who's now over in the States, I think, yeah. and took it from there, really. The journey began. Unfortunately, the East Midlands side uh, folded, and I ended up emigrating and having to come to Birmingham. <laughs> But we loved seeing you, didn't we? Well, yeah, you, you, you're not a bad bunch, you know. You're not a bad bunch. Well, bless you. <laughs> and so, uh, what made you come back? So you came to a mad meeting or two, uh, and uh, what made you keep coming back? Um, Mary Collin has a lot to do with this, just enthusing me and uh, and, and seeing me speak and just saying, you I've just got to do this. And, and I thought, well... From what I saw at uh, East Midlands, there's a lot of really interesting people. There's a lot to learn. At the time I was speaking, but, you know, we can always improve. We can always um, look at how we can learn off other people, which is a great thing with the PSA. So I took the decision, right, where's the closest place to go? It happened to be Birmingham. Right, get yourself on a train then, lad, and get down there. And that's what I've been doing ever since. And what do you enjoy most about it? I think meeting other speakers, learning as we do off each other, and also just the great camaraderie. I've made really close friends out of people I've met at PSA who I know I can bounce ideas of, I can talk to. If I've got a problem, they can talk to me. You know, we've become really close, actually. And uh, just that camaraderie that, that, that exists in this world of speaking. Yeah, every single time that I interview somebody, that comes over loud and strong, I guess. Yeah, I bet. And how has it affected your your actual speaking and your speaking business? Well, it's certainly made me tighten my game up an awful lot because we all think we're good and then we go and see somebody else and we think, they're fantastic. How do I be like them? How do I improve myself? How do I learn? And because at PSA we're also approachable, just go and talk to them. You know, go and ask. Go and particularly with the conferences, you meet such a great range of folk. Uh, you come out well. I every every time come out with loads of notes, loads of things written down, and my head spinning for about a week. 
trying to take all of it in and then trying to cut out what's worth doing, what isn't. Uh, and it's made me much more professional and much more focused in my business. It certainly has. You said the conferences. So you've been to the, the uh, national conferences. And uh, what did you particularly get from those? I think seeing so many other people in one room who all spoke. You know, we're not just going to be, I'm a speaker, you're an audience. Everybody in the audience uh, is a speaker themselves. And so you can just meet people that you would never have uh, considered meeting or seeing in the past. You can bounce ideas, make, a, I say, a number of great friendships, um, and just keep those ideas fresh and keep refreshing you. I think that's very important. It's very easy to go stale in this game. You need refreshing new ideas that just keep hitting you. And sometimes they've been in front of your face for years, and suddenly you just have these great hallelujah moments. Yes. And you say, why did I not think of this? Why am I not doing it? And you go home and do it. And the irony is, is that never ends. No, it just, this is the thing. We just keep, I don't know, do we keep reinventing ourselves? I suppose we do. But there's just so many new ideas from this great group of people. And so, you know, you've been to the national meetings, you go to the regional meetings, you even come across the border from East Midlands to West Midlands. I mean, that's a big push there. No, I can <laughs> tell you, okay, with passport stamps every time I go past Litchfield. <laughs> and uh, it, it always amazes me and the friends you've made are not just local are they no I've got um, I mean one or two are you know really really remote like down in the southwest um, guys yourself Peter you know uh, David Heiner over in uh, Staffordshire and then you meet international contacts as well I've got to be meeting people who uh, may come to a PSA meeting from the states from Andorra from wherever and all of a sudden, you just realise it's a huge world of us out there, and and such a such a helpful and friendly world as well. Has it made you change? I know you said it's tightened your business game, but has it changed the direction of your business over the years? Yes, uh, it's it certainly. And uh, when I say tighten, what I mean is the fact of particularly listening to people like Nigel Risner and thinking, I do this, 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 and this. Why am I not just doing one of them really well? Or, or two of those really well because you can spread yourself really wide and I had all kinds of ideas about all kinds of things and suddenly I've just started to niche the market right down to this is what I do, this is what I deliver, this is what I'm absolutely fantastic at, that's what people pay for and just take you know a lot of the other stuff out because mountaineering takes a heck of a lot of your life up so I can't afford to faff around all the time so it's just taking it down. So is there a particular niche of the market that you, you serve, you know, like the business market or the school market or, or whatever? Well, certainly in the schools market, I seem to have the niche in how many people can you get to faint in an audience at once. <laughs> um, personal experience with one or two, including Mr. Heiner, will tell you that I've had people carried out of the room because I do not mince my words and I've got frostbite and you will see pictures of it and not a lot of people will show you that. So I suppose if you have a niche for frostbitten mountaineers who want to tell you about frostbite, then I'm your man. But also, um, it, it really is. I mean, I do a lot of work in schools, and it, and it really is. Is it shock tactics? Perhaps it is. Some people really need to kick up the bum. Well, they'll get one off me. Well, I know you're well-renowned for that. And obviously, when people meet you, you, you make it very obvious and very straightforward that's the case, which I think is great. Uh, typical of an East Midlands person, you say. Oh, well. Derbyshire, like all through. No, you can't, you can't, can't be doing with faffing about, can you, really? No. Uh, believe it or not, we're getting towards the end of the time of the interview. So I suppose the thing is, what's the one key thing for you that the PSA 
does for you, not just for when you join, but what does it, the one key thing that continues to do it for you now? Continually refreshing, continually new ideas, and that's two, and I'll give you a third as well, and just continuous motivation because you see so many people doing so many things with so many audiences, and it just keeps you fresh by being in that crowd, and that's vital. I think that that's a nice thing to say about being fresh. I think it's really important. And we're recording this literally a couple of days before Christmas of 2011. Uh, and we all know that we, you know, we've got to stay fresh for 2012 because life changes so much. And you've got to stay with it, haven't you? We have. We have. And 2012 is a big year with the Olympics and everything else coming on as well. Yeah, absolutely. Nigel, just tell everybody your web- website again. www.mrfrostbite.com Fantastic. Nigel, thanks for your time. Speak to you soon.